Hello, and welcome to a Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we talk about the who, what, where, why, and how we as a community can make positive changes. The when is up to all of us, and it starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a joyous mood with a question from the World of Joy cards. Today's question can also be found in the Positive Attitude Zone cards, and was our last question from that set. What makes you feel loved? I feel loved when I feel appreciated, wanted, and seen. I am filled by love when someone affirms their feelings with simple statements and gestures. When someone offers to help just because. When a touch feels charged with a warm, positive energy. And when someone wants to spend time with me. I feel filled by love when someone wants to experience their joy with me. When someone pulls me in for a cuddle or to fill me intimately with passion they feel. I feel filled by love when someone is playful just because they want to see me laugh. When someone is fully engaged in conversation with me. When someone looks in my eyes and their sparkle back. When someone knows my little spots, the ones that make me giggle and the ones that make me melt. I feel filled by love when a kiss makes the world melt away. When someone makes smart decisions that consider future plans. When someone addresses what I neglect for myself before I climatize to the condition, without critique, like bringing a glass of water. I feel filled by love when someone supports my little projects by being part of it or providing opportunity by taking other things off my plate. I feel filled by love when someone wants to keep learning so they can share the wonder with me, no matter how small the topic. When I feel someone feels lucky to be with someone as rare as me. When someone lets my abundant love nurture them without becoming complacent. And when someone wants me to feel full of pride when discussing them. I am filled with a feeling of love when someone is spontaneous with memory building. When someone wants to embrace the softly weeping realist I put to bed decades ago when I said, fuck that, I'd rather be happy. I feel filled by love when someone is intrigued to hang out with all my sides, from the freak to the philosopher and everything between. When someone lets their creativity flow with me and when someone sees my emotions even when I'm managing them well. Love fills my heart when someone appreciates my optimism, but improves it with realism. When someone seeks solutions from amicable joy. And when someone considers responsibility, teamwork to have fun doing. And of course, I'm a Leo. So I feel loved when someone puts thought into a gift. Not something that cost a lot of money, not something that was just bought as a gift. It has to be something they took note on while paying attention to my day-to-day or simple little things like a deep, meaningful letter about their thoughts. I can guess you can sum it up by saying, I feel loved when someone loves life and can't fathom me not being part of the life they love. This is Season 3, Living with Joy, Episode 1, 
planning to start and end each day with joy. When first learning to be joyous, you need to explore all the possibilities of what brings joy. But when you're ready to live joyous, you need to plan for it. So your perspective is not hijacked by distress. To be happy, you need to love yourself, want to live life to the fullest, and respect the time you're granted to experience that life. Planning for self-care, self-motivation, and self-directed schedules is key to starting and ending each day with joy. Life is an experience. Joy is a choice. Choose it because you care about yourself and your experience. You must consider yourself worthy of feeling joy, which starts with loving yourself and providing yourself with care. Self-care shows your value, allowing you to have gratitude for the possibility of joy, knowing how reflection sows joy into uncertainty and accepting comfort soothes all adventures. Be thankful for the life you live. We all live different lives, quality or not. Someone else is dreaming of having aspects of your life while wishing away aspects of their own, same as you. However, if you had their life, you will reach their purpose, not yours. Your experiences are unique to fulfilling your purpose, mundane or grand. If you have a slice of bread, you have something to eat. If you have bills, you have assets. If you took a breath, you are alive. If you had a thought, you are conscious. If your heart beats, you can have joy. Be thankful for nature, for neighbors, for surviving lessons learned in turmoil. Be thankful for your life. It is a gift. Be gracious for the opportunity life presents you. We are not made to fit the capitalist mold, though we have adapted to squeeze ourselves into it like a contortionist. The number of tribulations you must overcome to make your grass greenest depends on how you receive what life puts in your path. Inventors fail over and over, but keep chasing those inspirations life seeded. Leaders walk the edge of a cliff, balancing influence and duty, always chasing the dream life seeded. Only you can nurture what life seeds in you and graciously harvest the fruit of opportunity that grows from it. If you want joy to fill your life, you need to train yourself to have beautiful thoughts for what you think is what you create. Allow your inner dialogue to speak in true feeling, but respond by flipping the script to a positive and storing the memory of it as a positive growth. Tell the world what you want, show your intentions in your choices, and give it credible life with your actions. Let your mind think beyond dreams and let it be inspired by what could be. Let it create magic with all the senses received. Imagine like a child and let it innocently play freely in your thoughts, feeling the magic that fills the world. Then let your logic prove it scientifically faithfully believing in your unique purpose to have such beautiful thoughts. Self-care requires us to reflect on our journey, which allows us to feel the joy experienced during the adventures of each day. Reflection helps you avoid camel's back syndrome because you, as you find in the book, Greatness Guide, Volume 2, you should sweat the small stuff. 
which outlines the impacts of letting straws of turmoil pile on, breaking your perspective like the back of the camel broke when they added just one more straw. This is why my nervous system broke down in a nutshell. Resilient for decades, hit after hit, best foot in front of the other. With a positive look, outlook, trying every method to have a champion's green lawn until life landed a total knockout punch straight to the temple and my central nervous system threw in the gloves and said, I'll never meet the expectations and quit. I had gotten up and brushed my shoulders off too many times, turning up the other cheek with a sassy smile, spitting in the face of adversity. But after being forced to stay down for a while, I learned the value of managing my load each day and sorting out all the bits of straw, taking them off my back and storing them properly. Processing the day's events means taking time to understand how each thing made you feel and what that means for you. You play detective to find out if you're following the right path or step back and reroute not changing the objective of joy. Your joy can be found in evaluating the strength of your core values gained from each reward and consequence. We have a role to play in how life plays out as recorded as fact on the anthropological web of time. We won't always be the winner and sometimes we will be the bad guy in the story that ripples from each moment we live. But what matters is that your book of life is a captivating read that makes people want to remember you with the light on. Your book reads from the day you were born till the day you take your last breath. And you have transformed so much since chapter one. You grew with every mistake, forever transformed by the lesson. You grew from every bond and learned who you were as they formed and broke. We don't stop transforming until the story ends. So seek out the lesson in each moment that lets you grow wings of positivity. The summary on the sleeve of my book of life lets you experience my transformation from boyish nerd to popular beauty, then from quality young mate to strong independent female. I was a career woman for a while, followed by a plot twist going diva for a bit, then badass bitch, dropping all the way to attic before I cocooned for a period and came out philosophical. I've been loving the latest chapters of being a mom, but I'm excited to experience what will be written next. I can feel the transformation happening and the parts of my goal are starting to merge. Self-care is not about self-indulgence. Indulgence. It is self-preservation, which is a quote by And Andre Lord. We should all remember, even if we don't share the same values. It is about preserving your right to live with joy. Joy must be valued in self-care. So we show gratitude for all the small things that bring us joy. Reflecting on the joy that grows from resilience and provide ourselves and others the comfort to get through each day. When you take care of yourself, you'll find motivation to live will stir from deep within your heart and want to explode from your creative mind. Motivation comes in many forms, but just as feeling joy is a choice you must make for yourself, so too must you choose to motivate yourself by affirming you are worth feeling joy, giving yourself the strength to reach your goals with purpose, 
and inspire yourself by interacting with peers that are interested in your transformation. You are the director of how you perceive life and get to choose the tone. If you want joy to stay ever present, you need to affirm that joy is your value with personal reminders to seek the small examples while reaching for all your dreams. I personally love many of the quirky gifts I've received over the years that are signs and decals with sayings about experiencing life while dancing and singing in the rain. Joy is felt when the good life manifests, but you are the one who manifests it. Life is a tumultuous journey and even the strongest captain has a shanty, a mantra that encourages them to look towards the joy when that part of the voyage is done. Tell yourself whatever you want, ask whoever you want, as long as it reminds you that what you are going through is worth it. Some choices in life are hard to make, but once you manifest the thought into your life, your perspective will force you to choose a reality to follow. Tell yourself over and over what you really want as you go through each transformation. There will be moments in life that want to hold you down and trap you feeling the emotions you felt in a moment. You can regain your motivation by giving yourself a recap of all the awareness you have gained on the journey of life so far. Tell yourself what you're good at, what makes you unique, the good that comes from your vulnerabilities, promote all your skills, boast about your talents, and remember how special your character traits are. You are one of a kind, the rarest and amazing creation to be conscious on this earth. For without you, the big picture would be incomplete and the world would just be that much duller. A shady guru would say, the ant would make an unimpressive elephant and an elephant would make an awkward ant, but both are incredible and created with the same loving inspiration. Our goals in life are personal and we were created to fulfill them so we can experience life. Each goal brings you closer to your purpose and purpose is what we make it. Joy is integrated into daily life when you encourage yourself to achieve your daily goals, simple ones that you can tell yourself you did a great job for each day. Little gold stars on a chart to motivate you to take on bigger goals. Bigger goals take a few months to achieve, but each of these short-term bursts of getting what you want out of life are small steps to achieving your biggest life goals. Long-term achievement can take years. Those things we pin to a board saying one day or put on a list to be completed before you kick the bucket. If you're motivated, you'll get there. If you motivate yourself daily, you will find a way to align the short-term steps to the long-term goals and walk head on through the storm, finding joy through the adventure. No matter what the weather brings on your adventure, the people around you can be a great resource for you to find the motivation to keep joy in your life. Loneliness lacks learning, forcing you to stay in your dark corner crying to yourself. Your team is out there waiting to cheer you on as soon as you recognize you are the MVP of the team and make the first move. Role models are everywhere, particularly if joy is your mission. You can find an authentic person walking through the grocery store, laughing while others stare, wondering how. You can find people who love what they do in every job, 
from a store clerk to the ruler of a country. If you meet someone you admire, even for one thing, you can look up to them to find ways that model a life with joy and modify it to suit your character to be motivated, motivated to live life to the fullest. Some won't inspire you, but they will motivate you with their support. People can support us to be motivated in so many ways, from telling you you can't so you prove them wrong, to helping you achieve your goals with actions. Some people will let you vent your frustrations and motivate you to find solutions with their support, while others will fix your crown and motivate you by boosting your ego. Those who support you deserve your trust. They want the best for you, even if their perspective is askew. Use their support to motivate you to find joy in the ups and downs of life and come out of each experience shining like a star. New relationships can motivate you to see joy in places you've never thought you would. Each person you encounter has a different perspective of joy. Some see it in a raindrop, while others see it in the sunshine. Some see joy in dance, while others find it in song. Some find joy in the extreme, while others find it in the mundane. Every new person is a new connection that brings you steps closer to a moment of opportunity, and they will motivate you to chase it. People weave in and out of our lives, teaching us about ourselves, our likes and dislikes, teaching us resilience, and guiding us to see life with a wide-angled lens of joy. My favorite quote to motivate me is by son, Sean Patrick Flannery. Do something today your future self will thank you for. Joy must motivate you to affirm your values. Have a great desire to reach your goals with purpose while interacting with others that guide you toward more joy. In an ideal world, all you would need is self-care and motivation to live life to the fullest in search of joy. But the reality is we do a lot in a single day. We have responsibilities to schedule in as well that you will somehow need to find joy in as it tries to knock you down with distress. Scheduling joy into all parts of your day requires you to take control of what you put in it. You need to create balance by forming a routine that is created to your unique personal values and desires in life. Even the hardest things to take on in life, we do for a reason. If we had no reason, we tend to choose to stop doing it. Balancing your time so joy can set the tone in any hour means segmenting or combining productive, social, leisure, responsibility, self-care, and reaching your goals. Some people find creating dedicated times for each activity makes it easier to leave one activity stress behind so you can be ready to find joy in the next. Well, I find combining my efforts, like making leisure, self-care oriented, or making social activities and productivity part of reaching my goals, makes each minute a good use of my time. And joy flows with the accomplishments and in the time left used for family having a leisurely life, which is my main responsibility. You can't do it all, so you will have to choose. I suggest choosing for self and for joy to exist in your life. The schedule you choose so shows what you value most, so it should align to your various versions of joyous life. If being fit is what you think joy looks like, 
your schedule should highlight getting fit. If family is your joy, your schedule should be filled with things done as a family. If joy is found for you in success, then your schedule will show how hard you work. I value my role as a sage and spend a good part of my time working on ways to get the message of communally supported emotional hygiene out into the world and a lesser part working to provide. Whichever method you choose, try to establish joy in all your time zones. Share jokes at work, but keep them appropriate. Laugh with your friends while you connect at social events. Put flowers in your kitchen to make the room brighter while you're doing chores. See the little things within your control to integrate small doses of joy in the environment you're spending time in. Creating a routine makes things second nature because you repeat them every day at the same time over and over. They become easier. When your muscle and memory are trained to do something, you don't have to think about it. So you can now take the time to appreciate the joy in the task at hand. Self-realization is the first step. You have to want something bad enough to want to practice until the action becomes natural. Then push yourself to take to the next level, creating healthy habits that give you the energy and motivation to create a joyous life for yourself. The more you practice, the more automaticity will be acquired. Having a routine is a great way to combat depression. Acting like a cattle prod, pushing you towards the joy you're missing. It motivates you to stick with the plan and reminds you that you have a reason to get out of bed. We know there is more joy in the world than what can be found in bed. Though joy found in bed can be exhilarating and can, you can schedule joy in a personal way throughout your day, it is your life, your time, your prerogative to experience joy with. If your life says you want to fill your time with love as a priority, then you need to schedule this personal joy. Your schedule your personal joy by dedicating according to the stage your joy is moving through. Prioritizing your worth in that joy and making every minute meaningful, limited as they are. Everything moves through the same stages, which are often referred to as the universal laws that encompass the growth of an entity. Even a thought, from a creation to its demise. Going back to love, you need to dedicate to all the different joys of each joy, of each stage in creation. Time is spent following intrigue, but soon time moves to exploration. Eventually, it moves into comfort, then fatigue, before it becomes fulfilling or fizzles out. You can't dedicate time to love being joyfully exciting when it is in the stage of being comfortably joyous. You won't find joy in the other stage, just disappointment. You'll fast-track your relationship to its grave. If your idea of joy is not aligned to the stage of life you are living, you need to reevaluate and prioritize your worth. Sometimes a complete change is called for. Sometimes you just need to recognize that you've moved into a different stage and adjust your idea of what joy looks like. Sometimes you need to check if you're lacking other sources of planned joy, like self-care and motivation, while other times you just need to accept 
nothing less than what you think you're worth and be clear in stating what you want. Joy is everywhere, always. You must mindfully take in the world with all your senses and seek meaning in every minute. I like to listen for sounds. I have created a life of joy from my greatest source of joy, like the sounds of my children laughing or the pride in their voice when they figure out something for, the, for themselves for the first time. Those are the minutes that bring me the most meaningful sense of joy. Rumi, a Sufi poet that lived in the 1200s, said what translates to a very beautiful reminder. When you do things from your soul, you feel a river moving in you, a joy. Joy must be the value that ensures our schedule balances all our parts by creating a routine and filling the day with things that are personally important. So our lives are filled with joy. It is your life. Choose to let joy be the way you start and end each day. Plan to live joyous. Joy is abundant in the world if you choose to plan to be joyous. Take the reins and allow yourself the joy of self-care, self-motivation, and self-directed schedules. If you fill your life with joy, joy will surround you. Joy will seek you out. Be joyous. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think about this mindfulness exercise until then as well. <clears throat> the question is a confidence booster from the emotional hygiene activity cards. Life is not a race. The end is death. So why are you trying to be number one? Confidence attracts joy. Being confident is about accepting yourself, not a comparison to popular opinion or success of others. Think about all the things you limit yourself from that intrigues you because you compare yourself to a standard. Beside each one, write what might make that activity produce joy and possibly be a good fit for you to try. Embrace those qualities and quiet the societal voices so you can get out there and try new sources of joy. I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the World of Joy cards, which will be the opening question for next week. The question is, what does joy look like to you? Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural, and smile as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on the Mind Matters podcast, created by A Light for Change. Have yourself a wonderful day.